Sober Powered is sponsored by BetterHelp. I was a stress drinker, and I thought, if only I didn't have so much stress, I wouldn't have to drink this much. But do you know why I had all this stress? Because I didn't have the skills to take stressors off my plate, so they built up and wore me down. Some stressors are big and others are small, but carrying around 25 minor annoyances is going to have an impact on you. Plus, did you know that alcohol messes with our stress response system and decreases our ability to handle stress? It makes small things seem like a much bigger deal. Learning how to manage stress and take things off my plate has changed my life. I'm calm, I'm less reactive, and I believe that I can handle whatever comes my way. I feel proud of the way that I handle things now. You can get there too. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com sober to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P slash sober. Are you tired of your digestive system feeling like a circus act gone wrong? Introducing Ritual's 3-in-1 Gut Superhero Symbiotic Plus, a probiotic, prebiotic, and postbiotic all rolled into one. And with 25% off with the code POWER, there's no better time to check out Ritual. Let's break it down. Probiotics are like the cool kids at the gut party, keeping everything in check and making sure the good vibes are flowing. Prebiotics are their wingmen, fueling the party with all the right snacks to keep the good bacteria thriving. And postbiotics, well, they're like the cleanup crew, sweeping away the mess and leaving your gut feeling fresh and fabulous. So say goodbye to the gut drama and remember, there's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com power. Tossing and turning all night like a salad? It's time to put those sleepless nights to bed for good. Enter Tanasi, my sleep saviors, and they have science to back up their sleep, anxiety, and pain-relieving powers. Back in 2016, they invested a $2.5 million grant to Middle Tennessee State University to study the hemp plant. Turns out their special patent-pending CBD-CBDA formula is twice as effective as CBD alone and can be more effective than over-the-counter ibuprofen, acetaminophen, and aspirin. So if you're tired of tossing and turning like a rotisserie chicken, then Tanasi's got your back with their range of great products from tinctures to gummies to lotions. Tanasi is my go-to when I can't sleep or I have way too much anxiety. I'm so glad that I discovered them. So go to Tanasi.com and use the code POWER to get 25% off your order. That's Tanasi.com, T-A-N-A-S-I, to get 25% off your first order with the promo code POWER. I'm Jill, and I'm a sober scientist who talks about the science and psychology of addiction. There are a lot of things that influence developing an addiction, and none of them are that we're weak-willed losers. In the Sober Powered Podcast, you'll learn how and why addiction develops, how alcohol changes the brain to keep us drinking, and most importantly, that you're not alone. The things you experience are experienced by many of us. Welcome back to the Sober Powered Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about how alcohol affects our looks. You'll learn the impact that alcohol has on our hair, skin, and nails, dental health, facial aging, body odor, and on our ability to build and maintain muscle mass. So let's dig in. 
When I stopped drinking, I could not get over how I was washing my face every single day and even flossing my teeth. I had never done either of those things regularly. And one of my early gifts to myself with the money I had saved from not drinking was some nice skin care. Our skin definitely suffers when we drink both because of the alcohol and because we're not taking care of ourselves. People who abuse alcohol don't put hygiene and health at a high priority. We forget things when we're blacked out, and if we're in the stage of our drinking where we really hate ourselves, then self-care is even less of a priority. Alcohol makes us dehydrated because it suppresses an antidiuretic hormone that the body produces called vasopressin. This hormone tells our kidneys to hold on to water, but since alcohol suppresses it, this only makes the body more dehydrated. If you're abusing alcohol frequently, then you're probably dehydrated a large portion of the time. Dry, dehydrated skin wrinkles a lot quicker than properly hydrated skin, which makes us look older than we are. On top of this, because we're dehydrated and going to the bathroom so much from drinking, we're losing vitamins at the same time, which are excreted through the urine. And vitamin A is really important for skin health. Another issue with skin health is we're usually not taking good care of ourselves when we're drinking. It's not uncommon to skip washing your face, doing any type of skin care, or brushing your teeth. I had these dry spots that started appearing on my face in the last couple years of my drinking, and no matter what I did or what product I used, they wouldn't go away. I also slept with my makeup on several times a week when I was working a really stressful job back when I was 24, so I used to intentionally sleep with my makeup on and just touch it up before work. I'd only take it off and redo it every like three days. And that definitely wasn't good for my skin. But when I stopped doing that, I would usually sleep in my makeup at some point on the weekend because either I blacked out or I just like was so drunk I didn't care. If you listen to episode 17, Alcohol and the Heart, then you may remember that alcohol can cause blood vessels in the face to widen. Which is why some of us will get facial flushing when we drink and potentially after drinking too. This allows more blood than normal to rush to the surface of the skin. High levels work as a vasoconstrictor, causing the blood vessels to constrict and shrink. So the change in blood flow and pressure can cause small blood vessels called capillaries to burst in the face. And this is why some heavy drinkers will have that broken blood vessel appearance on their faces. Drinking also affects the blood vessels in our eyes, which makes them appear bloodshot. One 2019 study looked at heavy drinking, smoking, and facial aging in women. They saw that heavy alcohol use, which they characterized by eight or more drinks per week, by the way, was associated with increased severity of facial aging in almost all features that they analyzed. So they looked at forehead lines, the lines that form between our eyebrows, crow's feet, under eye puffiness, tear troughs, which are when the under eye area gets hollow, so like the opposite of under eye puffiness, mid face volume loss, nasolabial folds, or those like parenthesis lines that form around the mouth. Oral commissures, which are lines that form on the corners of the mouth. Lines that form between the mouth and the parenthesis lines, lip fullness, and visible blood vessels on the cheeks. So statistics is not 
a strength of mine, and I'm not used to looking at papers that discuss statistical data and significance, but to my understanding of the data and then reading the conclusions of the study, the facial areas that had much more significant aging and heavy drinkers versus women who did not drink were basically all of them, but specifically forehead lines, crow's feet, the lines between your eyebrows, mid-face volume loss, lines on the corners of the mouth, and visible blood vessels on your cheeks. The type of alcohol did not matter except for the connection between wine and having more visible blood vessels on the cheeks. Other than that, alcohol is alcohol. There was a 2009 study that looked at facial aging in twins in the U.S. and found that not drinking alcohol at all was significantly associated with a younger appearance. I was really concerned with anti-aging when I was in my 20s, and I started investing in all sorts of creams when I was like 24 or 25. The best thing that you can do to help your skin age well is not to drink. Or if you're listening to this and you happen to be a social drinker who's concerned with preserving your looks, then save alcohol for special occasions because remember, heavy drinking for that study was considered to be eight drinks a week, which seems like really light drinking to me. To put it in perspective, if you're drinking a bottle of wine a night, that puts you at 35 drinks per week. Dehydration affects our hair and nails too and makes them brittle and easier to break. According to the NIH, about 30 to 50 percent of heavy drinkers may have low levels of zinc, which can cause hair loss. So zinc plays a role in hair growth and hair follicle repair, and it keeps the oil glands around our hair follicles working normally. My hair grew really slowly when I was drinking and my nails would break all the time. It was so frustrating. Now I get my hair cut every four weeks, but could go every two. And my nails might grow on for all eternity if I allowed them to. I've never been able to wear them so long. I feel a lot healthier and my body looks a lot healthier than it was before. So alcohol abuse is also the second most common risk factor for oral cancer, with the first being smoking. Heavy drinkers are much more likely to have gum disease, plaque, tooth decay, and mouth sores. Several studies have found that heavy drinkers are much more likely to experience permanent tooth loss. Just like washing our face at night, most of us are lucky if we brush our teeth, but we're not flossing or doing a whole routine. It just doesn't matter as much and we forget about it a lot. There was a study published in 2018 in Microbiome and this study found that heavy drinking impacts the mouth's microbiome, which can have a negative impact on gum health and increase the risk of developing gingivitis. Alcohol dries out the mouth and is very acidic, both of which allow more plaque to develop on the teeth and promote the buildup of bad bacteria. Alcohol also makes us really stinky. If you have stopped drinking, have you ever smelled a drunk person? They stink. So up to 10% of the alcohol that we drink leaves our body unprocessed by the liver through our sweat, urine, and our breath. So that makes us stink like alcohol. My husband knows that when he goes out drinking, I'm not going to want to be as close to him when he gets home because he stinks like alcohol and I can smell it. And that makes me think, like, I hope I wasn't stinking up my previous jobs and people could pick up on it. 
If fitness goals are a priority for you, then make sure to listen to episode 34 if you haven't yet, because that is where I talked about why alcohol makes it really hard to lose weight. But alcohol also negatively impacts our ability to gain muscle and keep our muscle. So alcohol reduces muscle protein synthesis or the ability to build muscle and makes it very challenging to lose body fat. So again, go listen to episode 34 if you haven't yet. Alcohol impairs the stomach's ability to absorb nutrients and it irritates the digestive tract, potentially making it even less able to absorb nutrients. So this could lead to vitamin deficiencies and a decreased absorption of protein, which would negatively impact someone's health and their ability to build muscle after working out. Skeletal muscle dysfunction is common for people who struggle with alcohol, and a couple studies from the early 2000s found that alcoholic myopathy occurs in around 50% of all chronic alcoholics. So we've discussed alcoholic neuropathy before, which is permanent nerve damage from alcohol, but alcoholic myopathy is muscle damage from alcohol. So symptoms would include loss of muscle or atrophy, cramping, stiffness, muscle twitching, sensitivity to heat, and darkened urine. Cirrhosis affects 10 to 15% of people who struggle with alcohol, and even though alcoholic myopathy is five times as common, it's not something we hear about much because it's generally not life-threatening, and people who are seriously struggling with alcohol aren't really worried about gains. Cirrhosis also contributes to muscle wasting. So one 1993 study found that with all things being equal, heavy drinking men with cirrhosis has significantly lower lean muscle mass than heavy drinking men without cirrhosis. Acute alcoholic myopathy can also occur after just one evening of binge drinking and go away after two weeks of not drinking at all. So this kind of condition would feel like weakness, tenderness, pain and swelling of the affected muscles. Alcohol does a lot of things, but it decreases the signals that the body sends to stimulate muscle protein synthesis, and it tips the balance from anabolic to catabolic. So catabolism is where the body uses its own muscle for fuel. So it kind of sounds like the word cannibalism. So you can think of it like that. So catabolism is when the body breaks itself down to get the fuel that it needs to survive. Alcohol also reduces the regenerative capability of muscle cells, so they're less able to grow, divide, and replace dead cells. It also increases inflammation in the muscles and increases levels of pro-inflammatory cytokines, which have been linked to muscle wasting. So cytokines are signaling molecules that signal the immune system cells to come respond to the inflammation. There are a lot of other pathways that become affected by alcohol in the same way and lead to muscle breakdown or reduce the capacity of the body to repair damaged muscle. So I'm not going to explain all of them, but just know that there's a lot going on there. So overall, if you care about your progress in the gym, then you shouldn't drink alcohol and you definitely should not binge drink. So for those of you that don't care about gains, lean muscle mass is really important for aging. 
It helps us get around and be self-sufficient as we get older. And the more lean muscle mass that you can have on your body and preserve as you get older, the less likely you will be of needing a walker or needing people to help you get around. The body starts breaking down muscle in your 30s and the rate of muscle breakdown increases as you get older. So if you never lift weights, then your body is just slowly breaking down your muscle mass. This is why you will see a lot of older people, especially women, be unable to get around on their own or need a lot of assistance for doing simple tasks like getting off the couch or walking up or down stairs. So you don't have to go to the gym and get jacked, but lifting weights, even just light weights, a few times a week is plenty to preserve muscle mass as you age. So overall, alcohol makes it harder to lose weight, promotes muscle wasting and atrophy, makes us stink, makes it much more likely that our teeth will fall out or that we'll get gum disease, makes our faces red and our eyes bloodshot, makes our skin dry and wrinkly and much older looking than it needs to be. So the best thing that you can do for your physical appearance is to not drink it at all. Or if you are one of my listeners that happens to be a social drinker and just interested in the topic, then just drink as little as you possibly can. If you haven't checked out my YouTube channel yet, please make sure to do that. The link is always in the show notes. So it's completely different information and topics from what you see on my podcast episodes. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you next week. I'm Madeline, and I'm the host of the Happiest Sober Podcast. I got sober in my 20s after a decade of gray area drinking, and the greatest plot twist of all time was realizing that alcohol, the thing that I thought made my life the most happy and fun and exciting, was actually the exact thing preventing me from living my happiest and best life. My mom is 40 years sober, and she joins me on my podcast very often. I like to call her my part-time co-host, and I also bring you solo episodes where I share my top tips, tricks, and mindset shifts in sobriety, and lots of how to's for navigating all the things sober from weddings to parties to holidays to bachelorette parties to trips. I'm also joined by so many guests who come on and share their sober stories and they're all so, so inspiring. I'm here to show you that life doesn't end when you quit drinking. In fact, it's very much the opposite. And no matter what your relationship was with alcohol, life can be the absolute happiest when you're sober. New episodes come out every Tuesday. You can listen to Happiest Sober Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.